How are the kids doing? My kids are, yeah. um, they're good. They're, um, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're homeschooling, which is new and exciting. I, I made a character to kind of get through it. Um, his name so is. So you come in as a character? Like you, uh, oh, you were. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is beautiful. Yeah. Wearing a tuxedo? Does your character have a tuxedo? Coincidentally? No. It's just, it's me. But like once 9 a.m. starts, I become a principal cheeseburger. Aww. And principal cheeseburger, um, he has a voice and he has a way about him. And. And he's focused. Would you just do it? Would you just please do it? Just a little. Come on. Okay, is everybody ready? It's me, Principal Cheeseburger. And now it's time for Cheeseburger High. At Cheeseburger High, we have all kinds of students. We've got children named Everest and Opal. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, they're here to learn, and we're going to learn so much. We're going to learn how to make cheeseburgers. So everything is cheeseburger-focused, obviously. And, um, and, and an important detail to know about Principal Cheeseburger is that he's in love with the lunch lady. And the lunch lady is my wife, Heather. <laughs> Thank God. This but, is awesome. But she's married to the, to the pickle delivery man. <laughs> okay. And the pickle delivery man is me. That's me. And um, and so uh, you, you you think you haven't hired another person to be the pickle man? No, so yeah, Principal Cheeseburgers like talks shit about the pickle man all the time. <laughs> well, he's just like. Do you think? Do you think, do you think Principal Cheeseburger wants to deliver the pickles? Absolutely, but he can't. Because he's running a school yeah. for children. Because and that's and another thing you should know about Principal Cheeseburger, and this is something that people have said all the time, and it's just a rumor that that I find children delicious and that I've made cheeseburgers out of them. I haven't. That's a rumor that was spread by a journalist with a chip on her shoulder, and I'll never forgive her. It's not true. I find children to be wonderfully delicious, wonderful. And I would never, ever use one in one of my burgers. And so this is a story. This all plays into, this is how we get through our days is I'm Principal Cheeseburger and I'm, it's the only way I can motivate the children to do anything. Your and kids are 18 and 15 years old. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hi, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Sean Roach. Hey, everybody. Hey, Sean. All yours. So we moved to Martha's Vineyard to take care of my father-in-law. And uh, um, he, we came here to help him because he had Lyme disease and chronic Lyme. And so I became a student of Lyme. It was all I, I spent all my time just learning everything I could about how to help him. And um, I couldn't really help my mother or father when they died. And I really wanted to help him. Mm -hmm. and, and how uh, old is he? 
He's 73 now. So this would have been when he was about 71, 70-ish. And he was starting to show major signs of dementia, uh, like which chronic Lyme sometimes shows up as like, as uh, like mental disorders. They're in the chronic Lyme world. There are a lot of people who think that, you know, 50% of people with Parkinson's and dementia and Alzheimer's are going to just turn out to have some sort of form of Lyme, essentially a pathogen of an invader in your body that it's not that your brain is having some weird breakdown. It's that you have an invader and we haven't figured it out yet, but that like 30, 40 years from now, we'll all, they'll be looking back going, Whoa. I mean, it's unbelievable that they couldn't see it. Um, so long story short, uh, uh, he was not doing well when we'd been here for about a year and, and, uh, he was starting to have some bladder issues and uh, I had to take him to see a doctor and he had a, a UTI, which is also very common when people have dementia. Um, they'll start, you know, a UTI can like exacerbate all their symptoms. It also which, comes from fucking a lot. This, this is true, which is not what he was doing. But um, yeah, check that box off, Ian. Check that box off. <laughs> well, he has a science corner. This is a panel discussion. That's all. <laughs> so, it's the number one thing a doctor will say when it when a dementia patient is is like acting out. They'll be like, "Are you fucking a lot? <laughs> are you, are they having a lot of sex?" <laughs> So yeah, they'll 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 check for a UTI. So I took him to a to a urologist, and it turned out he had a UTI, and and he had to get a catheter, and he had to get surgery. Oh wow! And and so we live on Martha's Vineyard. This is where he lived, and we moved up here to take care of him. So we get it. You're well off. No, that's not the, that's not at all the case. But the the reason I bring this up is because to go visit a urologist means you have to get on a boat. You have to drive your car. There's no urologists on the island. Is there a hospital on the island? Yes. There's no, when it comes to specialty care, like think of any ologist, whatever it may be, you know. Biologist? Endocrinologist, urologist, biologist, right. Marine biologist? Yeah, marine biologists are there because I remember Matt Hooper came to that island, if you remember, (laughs) in 1975. And, and he stuck around, I bet. And Busted! If, if Unbelievable. If you have an orca in your ass, then great. That marine biologist is going to be <laughs> awesome for you. But if you have, if you if you have a serious medical problem, you're going to you have to you have to take a forty minute boat ride. And so just to be clear, an orca in your ass does not qualify as a as a serious medical condition. No, but if you have a lot of orcas in your ass, you can get a UTI. <laughs> you know what? It plays better in video, Ian's expression, but uh, the video, the audio podcast is just like, that joke. <laughs> that won't make it. Sorry, buddy. Nah, I don't want to edit anymore. It'll all make it. <laughs> so, yeah, so he... Um, he was having, you know, these issues and we, and we took him to a urologist, which it's a big deal. It, it's a lot of planning. It takes a week, maybe at, at minimum a few days. And we see the urologist and he recommends surgery. 
Or, hey, Sean, real quick, the populace of Martha's Vineyard is in, it's a slightly older crowd, right? Uh, I don't know if I know the stats on that. Um, no. I would, I think the year round crowd is yeah. probably pretty easily, it's probably balanced. It okay. might be a little bit older. Okay. I mean, Martha's Vineyard is much like many vacation spots that, 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 that I think it would skew a little older. Very touristy, yes. In the summer. Yeah. You know, the, the, the summer general, crowd. Yeah, I would agree. The summer general, crowd. There are, are retired and, you know, that it, it used to be their second home. Now it's their full time home. Yeah. That's I just I wondered if it lent itself to some of the um, the time it would take to get any kind of an appointment if there's an older you know demographic in the area. Yeah, there's I mean there's there's no doubt it's difficult to to get good medical care and to book an appointment. Well, even getting a primary care. Yeah. Like so so you have insurance and you want to get a PCP uh, takes months. Okay. So just get get that like you know uh what do they call that appointment um so well you know, the one where they like are going to start care with you where they have to do a full interview and like check you out and get all your records urologist oh, like a physical or a so close steve an intake yeah. coordinator um so where do you have to go i can't remember what that appointment is called so yeah so i have to go to the cape or so the so i have to take a boat to the cape and then if, if this doctor isn't on the Cape, I have to now drive off the Cape. No, I'm sorry. Plane. You mean like a, a ferry, not like you don't have to take a dinghy over. Like you, you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we <laughs> call it a boat here. Yeah, but it's a ferry. <laughs> you did say you drive your car on. Martha's Vineyard is still part of the Union, correct? Well, so for example, if I want to go to Home Depot, if I want to go to Home Depot or I want to see my endocrinologist, I have to call, book a ferry for my truck. I have to show up a half an hour. Uh, so if the boat is at 9.30 a.m., I have to be there at 9. I have to sit and wait for a half an hour. Oh, my God. Drive my truck onto the boat, 40-minute mm -hmm. boat ride, and then I get off in Woods Hole at the very bottom end of, the, of Cape Cod, and I have to drive now. Uh-huh. And that's when the journey finally kind of begins. So right off the bat, you're looking at an hour and 15 to an hour and a half of like just delay and yeah. work. Like no wonder everyone like, has oh my God, UTIs. I go somewhere. This is why everyone has UTIs because you have to yeah. piss for that long. Yeah. Also, why don't you guys just take the helicopter? Doesn't everybody have a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Duh. We hadn't okay. got the proper seat covers that we love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we... I hate that. Yeah. So they, the seats are uncomfortable in the helicopter. So we booked the boat. So, so I took him to a urologist. And this urologist, um, I took him for surgery. I took, I, so I took him one week, and then I took him another week. And, and I do this Wait a because, second. I'm sorry. You, you're, in the, you, you're in the truck with your father-in-law. Yeah, and I take it you two get along well. He's still pretty. He's doing okay. He's maybe in some discomfort, but is that is that a is that a real arduous trip? Like no words spoken, or does he actually hate you for having sex with his daughter? Or like you know how are how are things? 
Right. So great question. So uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, 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 I think it's a good question. Like establish the relationship. So I would between I would, you and Ian. I I would consider him a good friend. Like yeah. for for a father-in-law. Great. I had a lot of love. Wonderful. So I I've known him for 16 years now, and yeah. when I first met him, um, when Heather and I lived together in you know uh, in Delaware County suburbs of Philadelphia, he would come, and he would like come for a week to visit once a year, and like when he would come, he would say like, "Your attic's not insulated well enough," like. Mm -hmm. I, why don't we go and buy some Tyvek suits and some insulation and crawl around in your hundred degree attic and, uh, and, and re-insulate your attic to make your house more comfortable and more energy efficient. And I'm going to do that even though I'm 65. And it was just like, Oh my God, this guy's like amazing. He's a yeah. great, like a very kind. Sounds helpful. Like, sounds like an, like a, like an iconic, dad he was really sweet yeah and like and then like not not like a sit around and drink whiskey and talk kind of guy like no alcohol but like sit around after dinner and talk philosophy yeah like i so I probably, you guys got along great this trip is not like a, a burden you're like i'm gonna take care of them and we're gonna go and and you and you're you're able to chit chat and talk along the way yeah they became more burdensome as the dementia took over sure sure where but your relationship is strong yeah, very. There's a lot of love, yeah, but gotcha. but no doubt, like uh, as the dementia accelerated, he sure. became more um, less conversational, but also more judgmental. Mm -hmm. So it became harder to to enjoy time spent with him. Right. But understanding that he's got the appointment, he's, you're on the ferry, you're you're, you're yeah. doing good. So it's a long trip. So we, we see the urologist and, and then we have to go back and, and every, so every day that I have to take him to the doctor is a, it's a day trip. Like it's a, it's a five hour, maybe six or seven hour round trip for me. I, I'm no work, nothing. This is what I do. And I do this because Heather cares for the kids and, um, and it's what we agreed. Like I'm, I'm happy to help her dad. Like I love him and I'm, I'm happy to do it. But you would even said, Sean, there was probably a degree, you know, you weren't able to help your mom and dad and there's probably a degree of that I mean, as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's some baggage there for sure. Um, you're, you're a good person and you were able to help your father-in-law. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we, um, thank you. Um, but yeah, so, so the, this is where the story gets kind of weird. So one day he gets, I take him for surgery and, uh, and this is, I've done so many of these trips. I've taken him to Lyme specialists and all kinds of doctors and we're at the urologist for surgery. This is scheduled surgery. And the urologist says to me, he's going to have a catheter and, um, and uh, it's after the surgery, he's going to have the catheter for 48 hours and then has to come out. And, and, uh, and I was like, so, you know, how does that work? Like, do you, you know, do we come back two days later? And you imagine you get it. It's like, so am I coming back two days from now for another right. sour tour? Of I'll be honest, dude, I thought, I thought he was just going to be in the hospital after the surgery for, no, no, it's, it's so quick. They just yeah. go into his bladder and they removed the, 
all the stones and they it's a it's a very quick they're they're in and out the surgery is 45 minutes maybe it's okay. 30 minutes they're going in they're just they're doing a roto rooter of his bladder okay and um and i was like oh so we'll come back in two days and he's like yeah we can but i know the boat ride's a big deal for you guys like and don't bring that catheter yeah Yeah, he's like well he's like we could take it out but he's like people just do it themselves and i was like well he has dementia like the lime is is has manifested like to the point where Mm. he has dementia like i think he just has dementia and and they're like you should do it and i was like oh i don't know like and he was like no 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 and this is the urologist who is doing the surgery who's talking to me pre-surgery he was like you you take the you could take it out. This is great. This is so easy. You've got this. I'm gonna have the nurse train you. And I was like, no, 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 I don't feel comfortable to do that. He's like, it's easy, trust me. Simple. Like you've got this. Yeah, you could probably watch a video on YouTube yeah. or Pornhub. Either He's one. Like, I'm gonna have <laughs> Yeah. 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 And um and I was like, no, no, no. And he just kept kind of shutting me down. And uh, I, and I'm not the kind of person to be shut down, but he just kept shutting me down. So um, so he walked away, and then Chris went into surgery. And when, when he got out of surgery, um, I was like, I had it built up. I had like an hour and a half of like, no, I'm going to tell them. I will talk, not yourself, do this. Talking to yourself in the reflection of the window. This will not take you. You say, "Hey, Buster, I didn't go to school for this, and I can't do it because I'm scared." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I tried to do that, and he was like, "No, you're going to be great. This is what people, loved ones, do. This, you've got this. Stop it. You're fine. Everybody does this. You got it." And I was like, like, "It's just like pulling the straw out of the top of a soda." Like you get from McDonald's or something. So oh God, are you a urologist? If your yeah. soda, if your soda, if your straw barely fit in the hole <laughs> in the first place, yeah. Out. Well, you gotta go fast then. Get it fast. Yeah, fast. Uh, uh, honestly, <laughs> Jesse, you could pass for a urologist. That's essentially <laughs> how he presented it to me, and I was like, and I've been caring for this man for so for like a good year and a half, where it was like. I, it was like, I felt like it was my job. Like, they're telling me that the caretaker, the loved ones do it. And I was like, well, that's me. I guess, okay. I'm I check the boxes. I yeah. check all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they were really playing on your codependency. What do you mean? Uh, that they told you that you have to take care of this man. And if you don't, you're a bad boy. Oh, yeah. Well, the sure. little boy inside you was like, I, I want to be a good boy. Yeah, yeah, we could say that. That hurts. It hurts me, but it's true. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is therapy, Sean. This is reason. There's a reason I love you deeply. Because you see deep inside. Share the same psyche. (laughs) So, yeah. So I um, I I I uh, I bring him home, and I tell my wife what is expected of me, and she's like. That's crazy. And I was like, I, I know, I know. I was like, but I, I can do it. They, and, and, and what I had to describe to her was what happened at the hospital, which is 
after he got out of surgery, when he was laying in the bed and he was like really out of it, there's a, a tiny detail that should be mentioned, which is like the um, dementia patients should never be given, uh, 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 they should be, never be anesthetized. They should never receive deep, deep, like put you out because yeah. it, it can cause dementia to accelerate. Oh. And we did not know that we were operating under the thought that he had chronic Lyme. We didn't know that he had Lewy body dementia, which is what Robin Williams was suffering from when, when he ended his life. And so what, the, the, even the anesthetologist was like, oh yeah, in like a day and a half, he'll bounce back. And it took three weeks. Oh, God. And he never fully recovered. Like the, oh. the anesthetology, like those anesthetics, like just ruined him. When he was so messed up from that and he's laying in the bed, the nurse is like, all right, so you're going to be doing, you're going to be removing the catheter. And she pulls out all this, this stuff. She pulls out a, a full catheter that's like in a plastic, like, you know, hermetically sealed package, all the stuff. So all the stuff that, that I would be using, but it's like fresh and hasn't been used. And I said to her, I was like, wait, how much is this, this tutorial giving? She's like, oh, this is like, this is like five or $600 worth of equipment. And I was like, and she's opening it. And like, so this is how long the catheter is. Here's gloves. Here's a mask. Here's all these things. Here's the syringes you have to. And so the way it works is the, they stick a, it's a, a, a rubber tube with a balloon at the end. And then what they do is they inflate it inside your bladder and then it can't come out. So what you have to do is you have to stick a syringe in this end and you have to suck the fluid out or air or whatever it is. And then you can pull the thing out. Otherwise you can't pull this thing out because it's got this huge ball on it. Yeah. I can, I can pull it out. I get it. Yeah. So Tie it to a bumper. <laughs> it's that Laverne and Shirley episode. You tie it to a bumper. <laughs> all you have to do, all you have to do, Sean, is get somebody who hates penises. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, so, I'm, a, I'm a urologist. I'll, I'll get it out. Don't worry. Oh, uh, yeah. So I don't know if any of you have ever seen a catheter before, but it's this thick. It's yeah. a rubber hose. It's a, it's like a, it, it, in the moment, it felt like a garden hose. <laughs> And at the end, with an enormous yoga ball at the end, I was just like, huh, huh. I was just losing my mind. And she's like, are you okay? I was like, no, no, I got, I got it. I know, what I, I know what I have to do. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. And so she's unwrapping all these packages, wasting all this amazing stuff that should, just to show me how it all works. And we leave, and I'm blue, and um, and I get home, and Heather's just like, "Yeah, like, are you are you crazy?" And I was like, I, I, "I'm supposed to do it. They told me I'm supposed to do it. I feel like I'm." And I was like, "Do you want to do it? You're the you're Is the one and She's like, thing? "I'm not gonna do, do it, it one time, huh? one just time. one time." So after 48 hours, his his everything should be healed, and then pull it out, and then he can urinate normally. Don't forget to take the air out first. You can't yeah. pull it out. So there's a lot of stuff. And if the syringe doesn't work, you got to just... Yeah, you got to siphon it out. Yep. 
<laughs> I saw Cheech and Chong. So, so even the first day he came home, like I didn't know what I would have to do. I just, Were you like, I, I didn't expect all. So, but all they said is like, listen, you're going to have a, like, so the bladder bag is attached to his thigh and you have to, so that, so, so he just urinates, it just goes straight from the bladder into the bag and you have to, I have to empty the bag. And my wife, I, you know, it just didn't feel right. And she didn't feel right. So it was like, it became my job. It was like, I have to empty the bladder back. The first time I have to empty that you have to, what you have to do is, is a, not complicated, but there's a number of steps to be able to pull the bag off, to hold it up, to pinch it off. And like, when I did that the first time, like, you, like it was just urine just yeah. went yeah. like all over yeah. everywhere. It's like a sprinkling. Yeah, and it like and, and it's not and boy. it's not just. Go ahead, Jesse. It's like changing a baby boy. If you don't, yeah. if you don't feel it, you're gonna get. Yeah. It. Did and you just to get in the mood and everything, Sean? Did you put some R. Kelly on? Just the. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. The what's the um, uh, the remix one? That's Trapped the one. In the closet. Yeah. How remix is the ignition. Ignition is what I put on. It's, it's so um. And it, but it's not just urine, it's, it's bloody urine. Yeah. It's like, oh. it's brown, you know, it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable. Do you, so do you have to, like, do you reuse that same bag? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Bag. You so don't you, re, no, you don't reuse the bag, do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bag How, is, What do you do after you take it off and have thrown it at your neighbor's house? Do you then take it and clean it out? Is that the... The way that works. I think you, I think, yeah, I think you just take it off and you dump it. I think there's two bags. And you Hold on. Why off. are you saying you think you did this? This was a year and a half ago and I'm traumatized. Yeah. yeah he's, you would not forget. Like you're traumatized and every honestly, dream you've uh, had since. You know like, what you I've about out? your I've, kids I've, and I've, their head is a urine bag. Like you don't even know. Dream. You don't need, yeah, we cared for him with dementia for, um, for uh, two years, and this is this was just the start. This is the this is the funny story. The so rest yeah, of it I'm, isn't. I'm, funny. When the rest of it's so dark and twisted that I don't even remember any of it. I'm a disaster. Like it's a mess what we've been through. Good people. So, yeah, well, so right. So the, you got to pull the bag off, and you got to pinch it or whatever, and then you got to put the bag back on, and you got to drain so it. I, I think there was two bags. Right, so you um, got pee on you, and you're like, you're just like, okay, and the it. and the thing is, is is so that the best way for during this two day kind of transition period is he needs to be pantsless because you have you have a you have a bag strapped here, yeah, and you have a, like, a, a hose that goes in here, and it's very uncomfortable, and so and also he has dementia, so he wants to be helpful. So very often the shirt that he was wearing would kind of were like his clothing would kind of cover things. And yeah. I have to be right there where it's like bag hose. It's all in my face. And he's just like, he's just like trying to help just by. <laughs> it's Ian. And it's, like, and it's like, no, 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 no. Just, just keep it all. Yeah. Like, keep it all down yeah. here. But, but he's just like he's <clears throat> constantly just going like this, like, 
Is that, and I'm, no, no. You know what's nice though? Like, you know, Julie and I always talk about going to Ireland and stuff, and but it's nice to see where your wife came from, to visit that place, isn't it? I mean. That's, and honestly, Kevin, once again, you, you hit it on the head. Well, I hope you did it because that will be problematic. Yeah, no, like it's hard not to look at this thing and know that's where my wife came from. That's where, and it's, and it's this enormous rope coming out of where this tiny hole, and it's so upsetting and and up. Mm. This isn't a fun story at all. Are you sure you want to publish this? It's also not a short story. (laughs) You said it was short. Long story short, we're gonna cut it short. Is yeah, it's two. It was two days of torture of me emptying the bag and 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 uh, not. I, I was happy to do that, and it was a it was a, my I agreed to do it, but that I knew what was coming. Right, right. So yeah, what was the final like pulling the catheter out? Like what? How did that go? So Heather saw me fall into a deep deep, dark depression over uh-huh. a few days to the point where I was, I had black bags under my eyes and was rocking. Is this when you was like, like your it's Wednesday. Are you smoking cigarettes in love? Wednesday's the day it comes out. I was not well. And she just, she took me to the hospital and they did it. Um, they were like, uh, are you kidding me? Why would they have told him that he's supposed to do this? I was a disaster. Really? They oh, really? And Heather was like outside the door. And, and when the nurse came, she said, oh, it was bad. Like it didn't come out well. Like, oh, man. It was like a wet, bloody snake that, like, <laughs> and it was, it was like, <clears throat> and it, it just was a disaster. And that it would have been a nightmare. And thank God my wife is smart and I'm, I'm stupid. And so she fixed all that. Well, you were just trying to like, look, like as, as the husband of a working wife and an artist, like you're just doing anything and everything that can be done other than maybe bringing in some dollars. And I'm not, that's not like, I, 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 like I, 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 that's where I'm at. Um, It's, insane that they would ask you to do a medical it was insane yeah it's insane that they would ask you to do an ologist's job on that island yeah yeah honestly it's it's the fact that they try and almost guilt you is weird because like some people are going to be adept at doing something like this and some people and i would be willing to bet most people would not but then they play on you the idea of any of us, because I would be in the exact same boat where I'd be like, if somebody said, well, people do this all the time, I'd be like, well, then I should be able to do this. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's the thing that human beings do for each other. That's shitty, man. I'm sorry. That's No, you, it's okay. If it had gone badly, which apparently it was going to yeah. go badly, then you have a 40-minute ride and a, and a mm. or, I mean, a 40-minute boat ride and then a drive to the nearest hospital. And you're already in, like, a weird... It's a bleeding penis. Yeah. And he's not wearing pants in the truck. Just not a good scene. How long did it take? Who recovered faster, you or your father-in-law? Where is he? There he is. Well, neither one of us have fully recovered. <laughs> no. 
where well he i'm sure your your father-in-law is doing just fine with it but you you are left with the he's ghost. moved on for sure you are left with the ghost he and his dementia have of, moved of, on pulling out a tube out of your father-in-law's wang yeah i really i gotta tell you i thought it was going to get to you doing it because like i can only imagine for leverage you've got to hold on right you can't just go well I, this is a one-hand job oh you it's so complicated you gotta hold the base yeah cup, yeah you gotta cup, do some cupping holding or yeah. something, else, something else and that's what i didn't want i'm not do. i'm not an ologist but you need leverage <laughs>